Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. From Los Angeles, I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio, episode number 146. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Hey, on uh, Twitter, it's really quite simple. It's at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, we're simply Conversations, the podcast. If you like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. Again, conversationspod at gmail.com. Today is the first day of summer, and uh, we've got uh, some fantastic guests tonight. My co-host is Addison Agan from The Voice, uh, now living in uh, Nashville. My guest, featured guest tonight is going to be the wonderful Casey Fifield, blazing her trail, doing shows live both in New York and uh, Los Angeles. And uh, she is just um, amazing. We'll talk to them in just a second. Again, folks, uh, it is the first day of summer. Welcome. Great podcast on the way. And a great podcast two weeks ago. We talked to um, Elle Graham. She is in uh, um, both. Um, hey, God, are you there? It's me, Margaret. And she's also in The Secrets of Sulphur Springs, a fantastic actress. She joined us again last, or two weeks ago, and our host was Dear McLeod. That podcast is online. You can find it on Apple Podcasts as well as, are you okay, uh, Addison? You're kind of falling. <laughs> um, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as uh, iTunes. It's everywhere. Just go ahead and Google Conversations Radio. You're going to find it. So again, uh, check those out. And again, thanks to them. Podcasts, oh, plenty. It's summer. Here we go. I'm going to dive right in as soon as my co-host uh, settles herself there. Okay, very good. Uh, my co-host, no stranger really, uh, you know, she is from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Things uh, I've always been musical for her and her family between her, her mom, uh, her dad owns a record store or two and a farm. We'll talk about that. In 2017, things changed, and her trajectory changed. Uh, she uh, was on Team Adam, and she finished uh, the second runner-up in The Voice, season 13, and never looked back. And she has found her way, maneuvered her way through all of this, has performed with folks uh, names such as uh, Bob Seger, uh, Brandy Clark, Gordon Lightfoot, and uh, just finished up the Winter Jam tour. She was all over. She's got deets. Dates coming up as well uh, in the Pacific Northwest. We'll talk about that too. Amazing musician, amazing human being. I want to say hi to our uh, to our co-host Addison Aiken. Addison, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be be with you guys tonight. Welcome back. You were last on in 2019. You co-hosted. Um, our guest was Trinity Rose, and we chatted for we we actually went over. It was a great podcast. You were first on in 2018. On the heels of uh, your success with the voice, and you're really out there trying to find your find your way and and things. And I and I guess um, was it e was it easy when the voice was over to to kind of find yourself or how that all worked out? Oh, I mean, for me, it was it was messy. I was I was 16 and trying to just find a band for like the first year. It was I mean, it's crazy. It's like this very well oiled machine, and then they're like, "Go fly!" and you're trying to fly. Uh, but you have to like build your team and now it's really smooth sailing and it's been going great. But of course, I mean, it was just such a whirlwind. I wasn't expecting to be on the show or make it as far as I did any of that. So it um, was definitely a whirlwind for sure. Just a, a reality shock of like, whoa, I can actually do music for a career now. It, it was crazy for sure. And you were 16 then. You're now 22. Here we are, 2023. We've got past COVID, all the COVID chaos but a lot has changed technology-wise as well as social media. So I, I've got to think that it's getting a little easier. And it does take a village. You've got quite a loyal following. And you've been playing dates uh, everywhere. I mean, with, uh, I mean, my God, Bob Seger. That's just, 
you know, how do yeah. you re- how do you react when you get the phone call and says, you know, hey, Addison, by the way, you're going to uh, open for Bob Seger. I mean, that's just that's phenomenal. Yeah, it was it was crazy. One of um, my managers at the time was he called me. He said, what are you doing this summer? And I was I said, oh, I have like a family summer camp I'm going to. So I'll be like kind of busy. And he was like, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, you're going to want to reconsider. So uh, it was it was I mean, it was so fun to do those shows. And you have let you have yet to play in Southern California other than uh, on the Universal Out of the Voice. So we're looking forward to that. You got you just finished up a tour. Um, tell me about that real quick. Oh yeah, it was great. We went to uh, a bunch of different states. It was over, I think, I think like fourteen different states or twelve different states, and um, a bunch of new ones that I had never even visited before. So it was great to get to play in spaces that I hadn't been before. Very good. Well, again, um, I'm I know that uh, things are better for you now. Now you're in Nashville. Which is, and I'm not, I'm not knocking Indiana because Fort Wayne is amazing. They've been very good yeah. to you, and I know your your heart is there. But now there's a farm in the mix, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But hey, so glad you were able to uh, co-host tonight. This was really a last minute thing. Um, yeah, I, it's so I fun. was uh, not. I'm not gonna say desperate, but I was looking, and um, that you came through was uh, the, the, the planets were aligned. That you're you're perfect one for this because our guest tonight. Really has kind of um, found her way as well. She started as an actress and then kind of evolved into an influencer and then and her music took off. And she has done just amazing, amazing uh, uh, singles and albums and whatnot. Uh, six million um, streams of original songs. I mean, that's that's a lot. That is something to uh, be very, very proud of. Um, her album between the line uh between the lines it includes um three well-received uh singles that, that uh, were very well received and people liked them and fantastic producers as well again they've kind of embraced uh, um casey and have kind of helped her along the way and she's finding herself she's doing originals and she's got a band which is fantastic playing dates everywhere uh she's playing the mint tomorrow night actually that's uh the 22nd that's in los angeles in august 5th she's playing uh, the whiskey a go go on sunset on the sunset strip that's like just iconic. Everyone's played there. I mean the Doors played there. My God, everyone. And she's got a trip to Europe in the mix as well. We'll talk about that. But she now is in Southern California making her way. Remind me to ask her about the cats too because there's a bunch of cats there. She's I'm not saying the crazy cat lady, but she's doing good fostering kitties and uh, um, that's that's a good thing. And she's gotten through COVID as well. We're all here healthy and enjoying the first day of summer. I want to say hi to, from Los Angeles, the wonderful Casey Fifield. Casey. Hi. How are you? Welcome back. I'm really happy to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. And you're you're also a returning guest, too. You were on here initially as a guest. Then you also co-hosted with, we had uh, Cameron Chasnes. Who's a uh, mm-hmm. uh, from I think Top Chef Junior? She was a, a baker at one time, and we talked about that. We talked about ganache. I remember that her chocolate ganache. <laughs> talked about that. But uh, welcome, glad to have you here. Are you there? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this now. You're from Chicago. When did you come to Los Angeles? Um, I yeah, it was when I was eight, which is kind of crazy because that means that I spent more time here in Los Angeles than in Chicago and that's kind of hard to believe because I grew up there but yeah it's been 10 years now have you had a chance to go back and perform there at all I have not been able to perform there but I have gone back a bunch since I still have family there and again the, the best hot dogs in the world <laughs> unfortunately I'm vegan so oh, are you? well not unfortunately but I can't partake in that well you could eat the relish <laughs> that's true and very they, true they get that they get Addison they got that neon green relish they probably have that in Indiana as well like Definitely. Like, yeah, and it's, it's really good. But welcome. You are, um, again, uh, born in Chicago, now in Los Angeles. You started, really, you did a lot of acting stuff, and you found your wheelhouse in music. Tell me about the early days. Who inspired you, and, and why music? How did you get involved and get into that? So I really grew up listening to just basically all the songs on the radio, but mainly Taylor Swift. I listened to a lot of Taylor Swift growing up, 
And I also really loved the songs from the TV shows I watched because I watched TV shows like Victorious, which had its own original songs, Big Time Rush, which obviously had their own original songs. Um, and I would always be singing those songs all the time. And then I'd be writing my own songs about things that happened in the shows that I watched. So it was really something that was natural to me. Um, and as I got more involved in acting and different acting roles, asked, asked for singing and musical abilities as well, it kind of got intertwined. And then when I was 10, I actually got the opportunity to work with a music producer who discovered me on Twitter actually because of my acting and he reached out and was asking if I wanted to sing the song that he wrote for a young girl and it was called When I Grow Up and that was the first song I recorded and then after that I started writing all this music and we were working on it together and I mean my early music was very kids bop-esque very um (laughs) childlike because I was obviously a child but definitely progressed and grown from there. And Addison, you asked me when we, before we came on the air how I find my guests. And that's it. It's social media. And 20 years <laughs> ago, this was not, it wouldn't be possible. You'd have to, you'd have, there was no email. You'd have to, um, you know, make phone calls and write letters and all this stuff. A lot of no's and stuff. But now uh, with social media and email and everything else um, and word of mouth, um, it's just, it's gotten so much easier. Definitely. So again, that's uh, that's it's wonderful for you. You again, great music, um, and you're doing originals, which are fantastic. And I love this, by the way. Um, this was uh, this is probably the world's shortest song. I can't seem to forget the moments that we had, the way you made my heart feel so complete. Now I have your number blocked because it took weeks to respond, and I couldn't take the sound. And again, can't forget. So, what was the uh, the the meaning to this song? How did that all come about? Because it's very, it's very so, short, very short and sweet. I like it. Yeah, so it's kind of meant to be an interlude on my album, but it kind of took off on its own. It recently hit five hundred thousand streams on wow. Spotify, which was kind of insane to me because when I was piecing together the album, I had ten full length songs that I was happy with. But then one day I sat down and I quickly wrote these two short interludes on the piano and Can't Forget was one of them. And it kind of said something that none of the other songs said and branched it in a way that I think made a lot of sense for the album. And then the other one that I wrote was Parasocial. And that one's kind of about the parasocial relationship that media creates between consumers and celebrities. And I put that one right in front of my song, Five Seconds of Fame, which is about people basically just doing anything for fame. So those were just two little (laughs) short, just one minute little interlude song snippets that I wrote on piano just within like 30 minutes, wrote both Uh of them. Um, But people actually really liked them. So I was like, okay, I'll put this on the album. And then people kept liking them. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll sing these at my shows. And Addison, it's like that. It happens like that, right? Yeah, that's so awesome. I love how I sometimes I actually, this just happened to me, wrote a little piece and like it felt like there was no verses that worked with it and it was just its own thing and it's like a minute and a half, but it's one long thing. And I am I was just thinking about, do people do that? But yeah, the answer is yeah. And it's so cool. I feel like Casey Musgraves does that, her song Mother on her um, record that has Golden Hour. Sure. She has that and I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was allowed. But it is, and those are some of my favorite songs. So that's so cool. And yeah, again, that's how it was with these two. I was trying to extend them into something longer, but I was like, this just feels forced. And I think that yeah. what it is is exactly what I need to say with this short little song. Amazing. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like the end of songwriting is just have you said have you said the whole thing? It doesn't need to be stretched out more than yeah more than necessary. It's, it's like that as well. And again, um, you, you you sit down and you get an idea and you're able to sit down and, and put it together. And then, okay, that's long enough. <laughs> forty, I think it's 47 seconds, I believe it is. But um, it, it's, or, yeah, 47 seconds. But uh, good song, very melodic, and just a sample of what you have going on musically. Um, you're writing, which is great. You've, you've always written, really. But you do some covers. But uh, majority of all your music is is 
all your originals. Are you collabing as well? Yeah, I definitely work with a lot of different producers on my music. Like, for example, um, on my album, I had producers from all over the world, from Albania, India, Germany, all these different places, Mexico, all collaborating on different songs. And I think that's what kind of gave it a unique aspect to it because they're produced by different people. Some of them had two different songs on the album, um, but most of them, it was one song per producer. Um, but then it's also cohesive because it's all my writing and the stories that I want to tell. And I still have creative direction over the production as well. So I think just collaboration like that, where you can still stick to your own sound and be true to who you are, but also listen to other people's ideas and kind of incorporate them to diversify your music a bit is really important. And again, you're, colla- you're collabing, but again, it's still you. It's still you. So are there times mm-hmm. when you sit down and say, wait a second, I'd rather do it this way. Yeah, definitely. I kind of get shy when it comes to a combo where I don't really like something. But I mean, I always have to stick up for my vision for a song because usually they just originate with me and my guitar or me and my keyboard. So I kind of want to stay true to my original vision. Um, expectations, Addison, uh, you've, you've been there as well. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think like what you just said, it's it's hard to stay true. I'm in the process of meeting with a bunch of producers in Nashville, and I was just talking to um, one of my roommates that I live with and um, was saying how today I met with like my, I don't even know, probably 10th producer out here because everyone has a different sound and making sure I can be working with someone that will, it'll be like a cohesive thing where they're bringing something to the table, I'm bringing something to the table, and it's my vision plus their skills and abilities that I don't have and vice versa. But it, it's a really important relationship for sure. And um, going into it, being like firm in what you want it to be, but also like loose with creativity and letting things flow as they feel good. And your song has come from a very deep place, Addison. I mean, they're, they're very personal and it is a story. So again, uh, when you're collabing, it's like you, you got to be very, very careful, but make sure you, you, you stand your ground and say, look, this is what I'm trying to say. So, um, totally. Again, yeah, that's super important. And for you, Casey, as well, um, wonderful songs. They've all got meaning. You've done, um, um, again, a, a, a lot of stuff. And when I first had you on, I forgot what song we featured back then. Um, was it, uh, oh gosh, I can look it up actually. But I know you had a lot of different songs back then. A lot. So, let me look, let me pull your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I, I've got so many folders here. Hang on just one second. We did. Uh, again, the song was was phenomenal, um, and your album art uh, is, is wonderful as well. You you present very very well, uh, for sure. Thank you. And folks are definitely drawn in. Let's see here, Casey, uh, bring me down. Mm, that, yeah, that, that's 2019, and you've done um, other stuff between them. I think I've played that on the, one of the podcasts actually as a bumper song. So nice. So again, great great music. You've got new music out as well um, that you've done. Uh, we've got um, dates on the way again, folks. Don't forget tomorrow night. That's um, June 22nd. Today's the 21st. We're live, but we'll be on the podcast. So when you hear this on Saturday, you would have missed it. So hopefully <laughs> you didn't. But again, um, The Mint, this uh, tomorrow, uh, going to be at 6, yeah. 6 p.m.? Uh, doors open at 6.45, but my set starts at 7.30. Yeah, so get there early, guys, so you can get a good seat and uh, and say hi to Casey afterwards. She'd love to see you. And again, uh, are you signing stuff while you're there or no? I don't have merch, but if anybody wants me to sign anything, I would definitely be willing to or take photos or anything. I'm just really excited for the whole experience and seeing everyone there. And you've got a website, too. Is it CaseyFifield.com? Casey Yes, it is. And that's kind of where all my central info about tickets and the show and new music and basically everything is. So it's Casey, K-A-C-E-Y, Fifield. I love that name. F-I-F-I-E-L-D.com with links to all of her uh, her music. It's everywhere. Much like my podcast, it's omnipresent. You can find it everywhere. Hey, tell me about the song Selfish. So Selfish is kind of one of my slowest songs it's pretty slow and just about sitting with the feeling of caring about somebody who doesn't really care about you 
in the same way because they really only care about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think it can be interpreted in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people, uh, whether it's about a friend or a family member or a romantic partner or anything like that. So I think that that's what makes it relatable to a lot of people. But for me, it just came from a place of disappointment that I kind of wanted to get rid of by writing a song. And yeah, I wrote that one with Robbie Rosen, who I collaborated with a lot. He was on the American Idol, I think, back sure. in, uh, I want to say 2016. I don't know, sometime wow. early. Don't quote me on that. But um, <laughs> him and I worked together on a lot of music as well. So we made that one together. He produced it. And it's kind of just stuck with people based on the lyrics and the kind of slower ballad type melody of it. Let's check it out. This is Casey Fifield. This is Selfish on Conversations Radio. I was crying on the floor Asked if you talk later You didn't seem to care Asked me for a favor You've always wanted more Never seems to phase you Asking for the world for the Selfish, you know, you only love and help, but not in sickness. You know, you said the heart grows fond of some distance. You know, you take but never give and want forgiveness. Oh, you're selfish, you're selfish. I've always lent a shoulder for you to cry. And that's Casey Fifield, selfish, right here on Conversations Radio. She's our guest tonight, episode number 146, Casey Fifield. My co-host is the wonderful Addison Agent, live from Nashville, Tennessee. And again, Casey is in uh, Southern California, close to me, about 20 minutes away, actually. Um, what a cool song. Again, selfish. Yeah, always thinking about people th thinking about themselves and not uh, anything else. You know, they've got the iron, the prize, but... They're selfish and uh, they'll do anything to to get that, but they, it's like their own personal journey, and it's like they don't care who they, you know, hurt along the way. But again, it's yeah. a, a great song. Did you know the lyrics came first from that? I'm assuming. Um, the very first thing I came up with was the chorus that's like "You're selfish," and then I kind of, I really like that melody because it's really simple, but it's, and it's kind of repetitive, but it also says what I need to be saying because, like, you know, you said you know you said like you know you're selfish all of that and I think it just kind of reflects the kind of repetitive nature of a relationship or friendship or anything with a selfish person because it doesn't really wow. matter what you want from them they just only care about themselves and so that's where the inspiration started and then from there I wrote the bridge actually because I really liked the whole idea of like disattaching um 
from my life as soon as they feel like I'm a burden because they don't want to be in my life as long as it's not benefiting them. So that was the next thing I wrote and then the verses and then we made the production for the song. Amazing, amazing song. And again, you're 18 now. So you, uh, you, you've been doing this for, for quite some time now. You've got that toolbox and, uh, you've got a set of tools and you know to uh, what to pull from when you need to. But again, that song is, uh, just just amazing really good um thank any, you any comments um addison yeah i listened to that song earlier because i listened to your whole record earlier and uh, <laughs> um i really loved that song especially the the line about the distance i just love the way like the 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 syllables of the words are perfect for that line i love like all of the things like is it the same syllable count and all of the nerdy things about songwriting <laughs> to make it like fit all nice um and i love the way that line specifically sounds but yeah i think that's just such a solid song thank it's a, you it's a beautiful song it. that's on your new your new lp right ep it's not on my recent album it's a single but it might be involved in a future project can they find nice. it can they find it though right obviously oh yeah it's out so good stuff uh, let's go ahead and stop down just one second. This is Conversations Radio. I got a feeling ready to go over. <laughs> We've got so much to cover. Uh, our guest is Casey Fifield, singer, songwriter, actress, influencer, and kitties. Let's uh, shift gears for a second. You've been fostering cats for uh, a, a number of years now. So how did you get started doing that? And they're so cute. Um, do they have their own Instagram? Um, they actually do. I have four cats, um, residential cats that we have just as our family pets two of them were foster frails who we were fostering but then we were like we can't give these to another family they are ours forever um <laughs> so we ended up adopting them and we were fostering a bunch of adorable little kittens since then we haven't really fostered much since the covid pandemic just because of a lot of different complications we had but you can find all of my cats at the Fifield cats on instagram I'm not super active on there. I try to post photos of them as often as possible because they're adorable, but I'm not really that great about it. But you can still find some great 10 out of 10 content. So how do your cats <laughs> feel about your music? They kind of like it. It really depends. If it's loud, they don't like it. But when I'm playing kind of soft guitar or soft piano, they kind of come into the room and kind of sit next to me. But if it's like loud and like electric guitar, they all run away. But one of my cats really likes the piano. He likes sitting on the piano. <laughs> and sometimes he even is able to turn the piano on himself and walks on the keys and he makes yeah. sounds and he's not scared of them. Because one time at like 6 a.m. in the morning, we suddenly hear like one of those keyboard songs that they have because they have like auto-generated oh, songs yeah, sure. on the keyboard where you can like press a button and it starts playing a song that they have instantly loaded onto it. And we woke up to that because he like somehow turned it on then pressed the button to start that and he was just <laughs> chilling there and we thought there was like an emergency or something it was terrifying that's scary that's like when i first <laughs> we first moved in our condo about uh, got 20 years ago we bought our condo here in santa clarita and all of a sudden the vacuum just turned on at random it was <laughs> it was the weirdest thing um the, the the story is the room uh where i do this show is, a, is our den slash, slash studio and um, the previous owner, well, her mom passed away here. And of course, mm. when you when you buy a, a buy or sell a buy or sell a, uh, a house, you got to disclose them. So again, yeah, things just happen at random. Um, yours obviously f- funny. Mine was yeah, kind of scary. We <laughs> yeah, it, we figured it was a, just a a bad switch. That's the way we do it. Um, Casey Fifield's here. And we're chatting music and whatnot. Again, your early days of, of television as well. Um, did that help you as far as you know building your self confidence and and getting your name out there? Because you did a few things. Yeah, I definitely think that it helps me a lot. I mean, I wrote my college essay, my main application essay about being a child actor because I think it shapes me a lot in terms of confidence because I was a super shy kid until my mom signed me up for improv classes and that really helped me change into a much more confident person and I think that it helped me in a lot of different areas in life in music specifically because now I feel more confident kind of posting my innermost thoughts onto the internet and onto Spotify for people to listen to but then 
it also kind of helped me to advocate for what I care about since I'm involved in a lot of different charitable efforts and things like that. And it kind of helped me gain the confidence I need to be able to do all those things. Very cool. So how many trips to Guitar Center per year for you? Um, Honestly, <laughs> not that many. I've had the same guitar since I was 10 and the same acoustic guitar and I've been using it since I was 10. And then I have an electric guitar I've had since I was like 14. Um, but other than that, I don't really buy new things. I'm kind of no. sick with the janky old gear I've had, except I recently got a wireless mic for performances and in-ears, but we got those online, so. And what's your go-to guitar for acoustic? I Actually, it's a Taylor Swift guitar. Oh, nice. Um, I think it's the Baby Taylor or something like that. It's a mini guitar, so it's meant for, like... I think preteens, but it honestly is perfect for me because it's not heavy and it's not oversized. So it's not like I'm holding this giant guitar. It's perfect size. I and play Anna a mini guitar too. Ahead, yeah, yeah nice. Those, those they're the best. The little mm -hmm. ones. They're, yeah, I feel like the big ones. I can't even get my arm all the way across because <laughs> they're just like for people. You got who a are... you got a Martin though. I have a Martin, but I have a, a small Martin. And then I just last month got another guitar. I'm up to four guitars, which I'm not even a guitar person. I play guitar, <laughs> but I have more more guitars than my boyfriend, who's like a much a very legit guitar player. Really? And I feel uh, like I'm cheating the system. I'm not supposed to be. The one <laughs> You're not cheating. More no, it's the tools of the trade. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, I always love when people come into sessions and, and whatnot, and they've got like 20 guitars. Uh, Leland, <laughs> uh, Leland, bass player Leland Scalar, good, good friend of mine. He's played with everybody from James Taylor to Phil Collins to Elton John to everyone. Um, he goes in the studio. He brings, he brings, brings one bass and that's it. He's not a noodler. He gets in, gets it done. You know. Mm -hmm. That being said, he's got quite a bit of uh, of, of hardware there. Uh, Devin Bronson. Devin Bronson was the is is a guitar player uh, and music arranger for um, many many singers and songwriters. And uh, I, I saw him at an event. Um, he, worked, he did work with Avril Lavigne and Kelly Osbourne and, and whatnot. Uh, we, were at an, we were at an event on uh, last Saturday, it was. And I asked his wife, his wife Jessica, a wonderful lady. I said, so what room is the guitar room there? And he goes, she says, every room is a guitar room. <laughs> Just laying over. And he, he, he basically came out to, to perform with, uh, with an artist. Uh, and it was wonderful. And he goes, I brought this guitar because it was the only one that was not in a case. I just grabbed it and threw it in the car. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I get that. I've got two guitars. I got an Ibanez and I got a Martin, my DXK2. I love it. Great guitars. And yeah, I mentioned Guitar Center as well. And, and you guys have them in Indiana too, right? Yeah, yeah. And in Nashville we have Guitar too. Center, but we also have Sweetwater, which yes. is like the biggest music. Amazing. Thing. Yeah. And again, I, I mentioned the, the Guitar Center because you, Casey, you're you're dedicated, you're devoted. I mean, you really have your eye on the prize and you're doing this. Um, you're not backing out. You know, I mean, you're in, you're in this for the long haul. But I, I, I'm, I go in a Guitar Center every now and then and I'll be there. And there's always that teenager, could be a boy or girl, doesn't matter. Um, and they're like, oh, you need this, this mic and you need this, you know, guitar strap, you need this. And you wonder deep down, are they still going to be interested in six months? You know? Yeah. And and you guys have both gone above and beyond. I mean, you guys are in it. And uh, so that's why I mentioned it. But um, I digress. We are talking to Casey Fifield. She's got dates coming up here in Los Angeles. Two iconic locations. Tomorrow night, she's at The Mint in Los Angeles. And then on the, August 5th, she's at Whiskey A Go Go on a Sunset Strip. Again, uh killer killer venues um addison you gotta get out here and play that's for sure i know and i need to i need to i've been talking about it i have a couple things i i want to do out in la um so i i yeah i i plan on coming out sometime soon and hopefully getting some shows while i'm out there well first thing is we gotta, we gotta get, get together and have coffee that's the first thing um yeah because exactly. when you were when you were doing the voice i was still working at universal studios so it's like um you were literally, while you were performing, I was, you know, <laughs> helping, uh, you know, Homer Simpson get dressed. <laughs> so nice. it's very different. But, uh, and again, it's all changed. A lot of those sound stages in that back lot now are gone. The C oh, really? The, the CS I haven't been back yeah, in years. The voice, the voice uh, stage is still there. Uh, the CSI stage is torn down. 
uh, and the Phantom stage is torn down. I'm sure you had some time to wander around on the back lot, but it's definitely changed now they've got Nintendo. So it's like a whole mm. thing anyway. Wow. But, um, but yeah, for sure. And that being said, Casey, you should be performing in Nashville too. I would love to. Yeah. yeah. I love to perform all over. When I post anything on TikTok, I just get all these comments like, come to Chicago, come to Indiana, come to Nashville, come to Massachusetts, come to Florida. I'm like, guys, I can't go everywhere. <laughs> you- I know people, people, I, that is funny. Yeah. It does take a lot of work to get different places. Yeah, especially <laughs> like, with the full band. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I know you guys want me in Indiana, but is there anyone other than the two people that are actually going to come? So. Totally. I know. I think about that all the time. Yeah. How, how was it? I'm out in LA. Addison, you first, when you arrived in Nashville, how was it? What was the vibe like? Because you had been playing everywhere, but but now you're you're a resident. You're there, part of the community. So tell me yeah. about that. Oh, how was it, it? Honestly... Nashville is so like warm-hearted with the people. Um, I was really surprised, honestly. I, I'm not a huge fan of visiting Nashville, Nashville, which I know is most people like love to visit Nashville. Um, but I living in Nashville and visiting Nashville is a like it's a huge difference. And yeah. I just sort of fell into the right people kind of right away, and and immediately had this great community of people who cared about what I was doing and had community in songwriting and um, similar interests of, of songwriting. Cause there's so many different ways to songwrite. So started co-writing all the time and just got back from a co-write today. And then I have a friend staying with me who also had a co-write today. So it's awesome. just, it's just all the time. And it's like my favorite thing in the world to do. So I get excited about it. Well, there are plenty of venues in Nashville. That's for sure. Totally. I mean, totally back to back to back venues. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's kind of like going to Austin. Austin's like totally. that as well. Yeah. It's a music, music city. Hey, Casey, yeah. I got another song of yours here on the conversations radio jukebox, I guess you could say. And, uh, again, do the hits keep coming? I mean, I, 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 what I, what, here's what I love about you, Casey. I love the fact that I look forward to seeing what you're going to do next. And you've proved yourself as a musician, as an artist, and really, really, um, you're making a name for yourself. And people like you. People like your music. And now we've got Karma Calls. So tell me about that. Yeah, so that was one of the songs off my album, Between the Lines. And that one basically simply just says, I'm not looking for revenge, but I do believe that karma is going to get you because <laughs> basically you need it. You definitely did something wrong. And in the bridge, I even say it's not my vendetta. Like, I'm not wishing bad things upon you. I'm just saying that they are going to happen if you keep doing bad things to others. Yeah. Karma. I mean, karma is karma. You know, definitely. you can interpret it the way you want to interpret it. But uh, maybe, maybe, not, maybe not so cruel as... What goes around comes around, but I do believe that uh, in this world, and uh, I'm a little spiritual, Addison, you as well, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, you reap what you sow. If you put out good karma, mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to get it in return, and uh, it's Definitely. worked for me. Uh, karma Calls, here's Casey Fifield on Conversations Radio. Your lies twisted Played me for a fool Had me Thinking you play by the rules Deception often unlimited Injected more than a little bit, you know You're right, kid, I still envision it But now I see you Shaking inside, scared the night Watching your world about to fall
Uh, that's Casey Fifield, Karma Calls, right here on Conversations Radio. That, uh, wow, just really, really good. Um, I'm not sure what song I like best. They're all just really good. Your voice is very unique. I want to say, I don't know, Addison, it's kind of like a little smoky, but it's also really smooth, like almost like a smooth jazz. Um, Sade slash Nora Jones <laughs> yeah. slash, you know. Natalie yeah, it's Merchant. like full yeah. but also airy, which is cool. It has thank like, you. It's gentle, but it like gets the point across in like a really cool way. I love it. So, <laughs> so when you go into a studio to record, uh, is there a specific mic you like to use? Do you go through that and decide this is the mic I like, or do they just pick it for you? Um, honestly, it just depends who I'm working with. I have some that I use when I record at my home studio. I have some that I use with other people, but. For the most part, I don't think that the mic makes the biggest difference just for me because usually the songs have a lot of production elements in them that make it so that the mic quality isn't really the biggest factor. But obviously, any high-end mic is going to get the job done in sure. a good way. So, And again, going back in time, 25 years ago, it was all tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as you know dr- dropping and dragging and stuff. Literally, you were there with a, a slicing block and uh, and tape, and mm-hmm. artists are you going back? To, they're using tape again because they like that warm sound. And vinyl has made a huge compact comeback. Um, Addison, you know that as well. Your dad's got uh, uh, neat neat records in Indianapolis or Fort Wayne, rather, and a new, a new yeah. record store as well. So, how much vinyl there? My God. Yeah, yeah, I know it, it. It is coming back, and recording on tape is totally coming back. I was with some people today talking about how um, it totally just has a different sound to it and a different quality that is really great for, especially Americana indie folk stuff, which is sort of the world that I live in. So, um, yeah, I think it's really cool when people record on tape. I haven't um, actually. I have done it before, but I haven't done it in like the past five years. Wow, very cool. But the um... it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, what what a cool to take that from writing to recording, and then performing live. Casey, how's how surreal is that? It's, like- it's honestly kind of crazy. For my first show, and I was rehearsing with a band, and they started playing "Can't Forget." I like teared up a little. I'm like, wow, I really just wrote this in my living room, and now we're gonna play it for people with a full band. <laughs> And it's kind of insane. It's really cool. And I think that that feeling will just continue on as I continue to play for more audiences. I think it's just something that never really loses its special effect. Let me switch gears for just a second because we are running low on time. And I wanted to talk to Addison about this as well. We mentioned karma. What goes around comes around. Addison, your 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 music history uh, runs really deep. Your mom is uh, into uh, well musical therapy. On the, yeah, hosp- in- on, the, on the hospice level. Let's tell me about that. Yeah, hospice. And um, yeah, music therapy for, she teaches it and in a bunch of retirement homes, nursing homes and hospitals. Um, yeah, it's really important, the work that she's doing. And um, yeah, it's like, it's like getting this close to people that are in like living some of their worst days or some of their hardest days. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really important job for sure. Music is such a healer for sure. So it, it runs deep. It's, it's not just, uh, for fun It for me. I mean, it is fun, but it's also, um, there's a lot of purpose in, in bringing music, I think to the world. I think it's one of the most healing things in the early days. Did you help your mom on that mission? Totally. Yeah, pretty much. I, w- I was homeschooled. So we and my brother would go to pretty much all of the nursing homes. We would sit in class. We would learn about it um she wasn't in hospitals then but so we would come with her and sing and that's pretty much where I learned 
how to sing harmony and engage with people with music and bring people to life with music. Beautiful. Um, as a uh, my wife, uh, both her mom and dad passed away last year, uh, two years ago, a month mm. apart. And of course, uh, Chris's mom was in a nursing home. And uh, so we were there a lot. And again, the uh, extracurricular, the music coming coming in, musicians and stuff, that was uh, that was really important to them. They 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 loved that. They loved the piano in the dining room, you know. And and yeah, and so, it makes a huge so. difference. Oh. I think the the quality of life in nursing homes it can be really tough. Um, and I don't think it's because workers aren't doing their job or anything. I think it, those workers have really hard jobs, the nurses that are there. But music just brings it to life in a way that makes the people in there feel human again. Question for both of you, and we'll, we are winding down here. Casey, what did you do during COVID? What was your what was your plan during the whole COVID chaos thing? Um, well, I wrote songs. I went on runs outside, which I don't do anymore now. I just go to the gym, which is kind of sad. But <laughs> running outside was a lot of fun. Um, and I also did a lot of online gaming. I played Among Us like every night with my friends. And I called my friends. And I was still in high school, so I had online classes, which were kind of tiring and kind of draining but then I also tried reading a bunch of books and doing a bunch of random things honestly I think that the time kind of just flew by I tried taking up all these random hobbies like I did some sort of like needle art thing which I still have and it was really cool and I was planning on opening an Etsy shop because I used to have an Etsy shop for a different business I had but I wanted to open one for that and I never did which is probably a good thing because they weren't that great (laughs) <laughs> um, but I thought they were the coolest thing ever at the time. Well, that's what's important. And Addison, for you as well, here you are. You're, you're, you were you were 2017 on the heels of The Voice. And then, boom, two years later, you're here we are with COVID. You're still in Indiana. So what did you do for, uh, for that kind of dismal two-year period? Yeah, I, I had, I grew up like knitting a lot and crocheting. And I feel like that sort of, um, came back in with a full full swing for sure so I, I made a couple sweaters a couple hats a couple baby outfits a couple little socks pairs of socks Aww. a lot of things like a whole wardrobe of things out of out of yarn so it was fun but musically you stayed active as far as uh oh yeah, yeah. musically i also stayed active i wasn't just knitting the entire time but um <laughs> there are no, yeah, songs, no songs about knitting though no songs about knitting. I know I should incorporate it somehow, but yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely was doing a lot of writing. And I actually, that's when I was recording. Um, I had the, our very first live tracking session. Um, Cause it, my first record was all live tracking and it, it was in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And okay. that's when the news came of like, everybody stay inside of your house. So oh, we God, had to was, was um, come home, crazy. but we still continued to do as much of the, of the making of music but it was a slow process because of covid for sure and then like overnight it just it just blew up theaters are closed restaurants are closed and literally things just shut down for a good i, I want to say a good year and a half two years yeah um and for musicians actors writers uh it became a, a real struggle um but we got through it you guys are both blazing a trail i'm overwhelmed again at your at your growth uh, Casey, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. It's amazing. Um, how can they uh, follow you online and keep up with your your uh, your comings and goings? Yeah, so all my music is on basically any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, all of them under my name, Casey Fifield, K-A-C-E-Y-F-I-F-I-E-L-D. My Instagram is just my name with no underscore, just Casey Fifield. My TikTok is Casey underscore Fivefield. My YouTube channel is Casey Fivefield Variety, and I don't post there very often, but that's where I put music videos when I film them. And then my Twitter is also just at Casey Fivefield. So, yeah, you wow. can find me on any of those. Fivefield with an F, not P H I, F I. So, uh, wow, that's you got it covered uh, for sure. Yeah. And, and you're on Facebook too, I think. So that's uh, yeah, that's good as well. Uh, Casey, we, you will come back on here again, right? Yeah, for sure. And keep us posted. Don't forget, folks, tomorrow night at The Mint, it's Casey Fifield Live, and then August 5th at Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip. Again, CaseyFifield.com, and she's very good at posting on that and keeping folks abreast, and I will as well 
get the word out when uh, I hear of things going on. And I can't wait to go see you play live. That's amazing, for sure. Casey Fifield, musician, influencer, Kitty Fosterer, actress, <laughs> and so much more. I thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Don't go away just yet. Um, Addison Agan, I'm not done with you yet. Again, how are they going to follow you on... Uh, you're like you're scared, like, oh, what I do? <laughs> how can they follow you and all your comings and yeah. goings? Yeah, uh, same here for music. It's on all of all of the places that you can find music. And then my Instagram is Addison Agan Official. Um, YouTube is just Addison Agan. Facebook, Addison Agan. It's all just under my, my name. Agan is spelled A-G-E-N. And yes. there's no clever way to remember that. It's just, <laughs> it's like the most hard to remember four letter last name. But you can do that. And then I also have a Patreon where I post covers and original songs that are unreleased and um live streams and a bunch of a bunch of fun things there too um just addison agan at patreon.com and i love floating oh thank you very good that's on your website too hey great show guys addison agan and casey fifield i thank you like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on instagram at conversations radio this is conversations radio so long <laughs>